Well, my friends, welcome to another Blues in the Blood podcast. Well, the gear is in tune, the mics are hot, and the crowd's getting restless. The music is just about ready to start, so get a refill on your favorite drink, grab a seat, and get ready to get some Blues in the Blood. Well, hello there. Welcome to another Blues in the Blood show. This is show number 95. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is Dave Harrison, your blues man from the Star City of Virginia. Got a great show for you this time. This show is the Manish Boy Blues. It's a five-year celebration, part one. Just recently interviewed uh, my buddy, Randy Chortkoff, the uh, CEO of Delta Groove and Eclecto Groove Music, and uh, talked about their the Manish Boys' five-year celebration of playing the blues. Had so much fun, we had to split it into two different shows. Today, you'll hear part one. You'll hear uh, tunes from four of their CDs. Their first one, that represent man. The second, live and in demand. The third, Big Plans, and then we'll have a couple sneak previews of their CD they just released called Shake For Me. So, I hope you're ready for some Manish Boy Blues. Uh, crank it up, my friends. We're off and running. Where you get up in the morning bright You turn on the TV side I bought you in my supper You ain't even been to the store Cause you're going crazy
Well, we started off the show with the Manish Boys from Delta Groove Music playing the great tune Going Crazy Over TV. Their very first track off of their very first CD called That Represent Man. So uh, who else are we going to hear from on today's show other than the Manish Boys? Well, absolutely no one. This show is a celebration of the five-year anniversary of the Manish Boys. It's going to be a great show. And to top things off, I have the privilege to have Randy Chortkoff, Delta and Eclecto Grooves CEO, joining us for today's show. Randy, welcome back to the Blues and the Blood Show. My pleasure, Dave. It's been a while, and I missed you. Hey, it's, it has been too long. It really has. But I appreciate your time. And that Represent Man CD came out in 2004. It's got a catalog number of DGPCD100. Does that mean it was the label's very first CD? Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, that was... Uh... That was the first CD that actually, one, one of the first CDs, that and the Kurt Fletcher, Shades of Blue, that came out, you know, uh, when I started the label. But, you know, actually the first, uh, the first CD that I had produced and uh, really couldn't find a home for with another label was Frank Goldwasser, Paris Slim's uh, Blue Jew. But when I made that re- represent man, and we decided to choose the name the Manish Boys and put that, uh, you know, that group together, yeah, that was the that was the beginning of the label. Excellent. Well, now the first CD has uh, Finnis Tasby, Kurt Fletcher, Frank Goldwasser, Leon Blue, Ronnie Weber, and June Core. But you've also got special guests uh, Roy Gaines, Johnny Dyer, Mickey Champion, Paul Osher. And you, the boss man, Randy Chortkoff. Now, how did you pull off getting that group together? Well, you know, first of all, these are all people that uh, uh, that are in the area, that live in Southern California, that people that I've known for many, many years. You know, I think probably the newest of those friends was Paul Osher, who, you know, I'd known at that point in time, probably only about six years, but everybody else, you know, I'd known for over 20 years. So, you know, the studio was uh, was here in, in Southern California. The players were here. They are old, longtime friends. And, you know, it, it just started out as a, a project that, that was going to just be a whole lot of fun to, to get down and, and for, you know, the history of having it, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, how did you come up uh, selecting the name of the Manish Boys? Um, you know, I... I didn't give it a whole lot of thought. I mean, when we completed, we didn't have a name in mind when we started. And when we completed it, I had to think of a name uh, for the band. And uh, it was, I was looking at an old compilation CD, and it had, God, I just, I, I can never remember the guy's first name. But <laughs> it, it was a guy's first name and the Manish Boys, and his Manish Boys. Hmm. Uh, Jeff here at my label would know in a minute who it was, but it was an obscure song that I saw on a compilation uh, that had never been reissued. It was out of print, and it was uh, one of your, probably one of your listeners would know, you know. It was <laughs> so-and-so and it was Manish Boys. So I decided, based on that and the fact that, you know, uh, the Muddy Waters song written by Willie Dixon, Manish Boys right. was one of my favorites. The fact that Johnny Dyer was involved in the project and he, you know, relates closely to Muddy Waters. Uh, and that we were just kids at heart, you know, but, uh, uh, but grown men, I don't know, that name just popped into my head. Kelly put a note on my desk and I think she's right, she could check with Jeff. 
You masterminded this blues uh, super group, I guess you could call them, and you're, you're, you guys are so top-heavy and true blues talent that you've probably got more musicians in, in your band than most blues festivals have in their entire lineup. How do you guys get together and gel as a single band? Or, or do you play off of the, and, and actually make it that review type of a, of a style or show? Yeah, it's always been kind of a review situation. I mean, you know, as far as the first album, the first CD with Jim Core, I'd known Jim for years. He was playing with Charlie Musselwhite, I think, at the time. But I've, I've known Jim going back to, uh, you know, the early 80s. And he was just my first choice for a drummer at that time. And I thought that he would work out well, and I brought him down from Northern California. But I, I just I just did it as a fun project. I never mm-hmm. thought that it was going to be a band that would tour or make a second CD. Uh, it, it was just a bunch of really great players, some of my favorites getting together, picking some of my favorite tunes, you know, and, and, uh, and covering them. Uh, and uh, so it was, it was never planned to be an, an actual touring act doing, you know, now our fifth CD. We're glad it worked out that way, that's for sure. And I think the first CD has 17 different tracks on it too, which is really unusual. So let's take a little bit of a blues break and listen to two more tunes off of uh, That Represent Man. Now this CD was a 2006 Blues Music Award nominee for Album of the Year and Traditional Blues Album of the Year. So. Here's I'm a Lover, Not a Fighter, once again featuring Randy on harp, followed by I Feel So Bad. We'll be right back. I met a pretty girl, as pretty as can be. I thought she was my baby, and she introduces me. A great big fella, I say it's good for and I sure couldn't do any more Cause I'm a lover, not a fighter I am a lover, not a fighter I'm a lover, not a fighter And I really be up to speak You must be Cause I'm a lover, not a fighter I am a lover, not a fighter I'm a lover, not a fighter And I'm really beyond for speed You for speed, you for speed You think I'll jet it fast You ought to see me run I can cover faster than a bullet from a gun Cause I'm a lover, not a
let me cause I'm a lover, not a fighter. I am a lover, not a fighter. I'm a lover, not a fighter, and I'm really beyond for speed.
Well, now in 2005, you guys uh, followed up with uh, the Manish Boys Live and In Demand, which was recorded uh, at the 19th uh, annual Winthrop Rhythm and Blues Festival in Washington. Now, I understand that the recording wasn't even a part of the plan, but uh, a recording crew just happened to be on site and recorded it for you. Did you know you were being recorded at the time, or was this after the fact? No, we didn't. We actually did not know that we were being recorded, which in itself kind of presented a problem, because generally if you're going to do a festival or a show and they're recording you, particularly if they're recording you with professional equipment, and in this case they had everything mic'd, you know, everything from the hi-hat and the cymbals to, the, to all the amps, and, and uh, they even had a, a microphone in the audience, you know, a, a, a boom mic for the audience. They generally would let you know and then you'd sign off for it. But I guess it had been just a tradition at Winthrop to record all of their shows and they let us know about it after it was done. And, you know, I've never had a problem with that anyway. Hmm. And, you know, any, any kind of uh, publicity is good publicity, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but uh, it, was, it was a magical set. It was one of those sets that turned out really good. And when they told me that they had recorded it, I, I asked to listen to it. And then uh, uh, the engineer who recorded it, I flew him down to Los Angeles with the recording, and we mixed it together hmm. and did a little tiny bit of editing. And uh, it was very inexpensive to put out based on the fact that they practically gave it to us, you know. Hmm. And that was... Uh, that was a representation of the band in a live setting. Yeah, now joining you guys on this CD was uh, Tom Levy, Richard Ennis, and Kid Ramos, I guess, I think for the first time. And it proved, I guess, to really be a brilliant move, and thankfully it's captured forever on this CD. But you also got a nomination uh, out of the 2007 Blues Music Award for Band of the Year, probably uh, as a result of the CD. But let's listen into a particular tune from Kid Ramos, that kind of starts off the CD and also the festival with just him on guitar, Tom Levy on bass, and Richard Ennis on drums playing Kids Jump. All right, everybody, this is it, the act you've been waiting for all weekend. The Winthrop Rhythm and Blues Festival is proud to present the Manish Boys Delta Groove Review. Give them a hand now. Thank you. Keep your hands going, ladies and gentlemen. Let's give it up for Get it going just right. How about it for the great Kid Ramos?
Ramos. Uh, can you tell me the story, Randy, about you guys opening up for Joe Cocker and uh, you guys were knocking the socks off the crowd and then they pulled the plug on you? What was that about? Well, yeah, it was really thrilling for us. Um, first of all, we got asked, the Manish boys got asked to do the Cognac Festival in Cognac, France, which in itself uh, is, you know, was thrilling because it's a very prestigious festival. They take over the whole town of Cognac. Uh, it's in the south of France, and it's where all the cognac is, uh, is made, you know, for many, many centuries. Um, you know, they have these cognac factories and, and what have you. And they have stages all over town, and they have music going day and night. But they have a main stage that they present two acts a night on. And that main stage is, uh, you know, in a huge outdoor venue, it's sort of like, uh, a big amphitheater, and uh, they they asked us if we would open up for Joe Cocker on that main stage, and it was sold out. And of course, we were kind of hesitant in a way because you know it was sold out for people that wanted to see Joe Cocker. Joe Cocker is such a great legendary uh, singer. He had a huge band with the horns and backup singers. And all kinds of percussion, and so we didn't know how the reaction would be for a blues band, you know, <laughs> to open up for for such a, a prestigious act as Joe Cocker. So we did our review, and it just so happened on that particular show, um, Sugar Pie DeSantos sat in with us, Johnny Dyer, Finest Tasney, and it was the rhythm section of Richard Ennis and, and Tom Levy and myself. Um, and, uh, and Frank Goldwasser again on, on guitar and Kid Ramos. And when we finished doing our set, which is more like a review, you know, we highlight each person individually, mm -hmm. uh, the crowd went completely berserk. I mean, we couldn't <laughs> believe it. You know, they wanted an encore. And, you know, uh, Joe Cocker's time was, uh, it was time for Joe Cocker to set up the stage and they had a lot of equipment and uh, they had a small transition period to do that. But the crowd just went on and on with more and more and more and more and more, you know? Hmm. And um, so I went over to the microphone to just say, listen, I'm sorry, thank you very much. Merci uh, beaucoup, you know, and, uh, <laughs> in French. Uh, but it's time for Joe Cocker. But at that point, they had, they had actually turned off the juice <laughs> on the microphone uh, because 
I guess Joe Cocker's people really uh, were anxious for him to not be upstaged. Yeah, and really. He put on, by the way, a fabulous show. It sent chills up my spine. I stood up, you know, uh, on, the, on the side of the stage and watched his show, and it was, it was like he, he sang like he was singing back in, uh, in the uh, early 60s. Really days. Really wow. Well, let's take a few minutes and listen to two two more tunes from the live and in demand CD. Here's uh, here's your suite and Mystery Train.
How about if a kid almost? Tom Levy on the bass. On the drum, Bigfoot, Ennis. Now, back in 2007, the Manish Boys came out with the uh, Delta Groove Music CD, Big Plans. Uh, here we're treated with 15 more super songs, but you also added special guests like Bobby Jones, Jody Williams, Rick Holstrom, Mitch Cashmar, uh, Rob Rio, Lef, uh, Larry Taylor, Jeff Terms, and David Woodford. This is another incredible CD for blues lovers. Uh, I think 15 tracks are included on the CD, and it was damn near impossible for me to pick a sample tune for the listeners to uh, tune in on. But let's listen to the first track, uh, Border Town Blues.
you guys started reaching out to uh, some Chicago blues artists on the CD, like uh, Jody Williams and Bobby Jones. How did you uh, come about doing this, and was it a challenge, or did things fall right into place for you? Well, that's, that's an interesting story. Jody Williams, uh, my relationship uh, with Jody Williams stemmed from the fact that I uh, was in Chicago. I had produced uh, Billy, Boy's, Billy Boy Arnold's comeback album back in, uh, oh, I think it was 92 or 91, and, uh, and sold it to Alligator Records. Um, and when I was in Chicago for the Chicago Blues Festival back in the uh, early 90s, Billy Boy had brought Jody Williams to a show, and Jody hadn't played for 30 years. He had his guitar under his bed for 30 years, never brought it out. Um, you know, he had had some difficulties with some songs he had wrote. He felt that uh, he didn't get his just due on those songs. But, you know, he used to be Howlin' Wolf's guitar player, did a lot of uh, his own solo stuff. So when I saw Jody Williams in Chicago, uh, he brought out his guitar for the first time and sat in on that Billy Boy Arnold show. Um, you know, I nestled up to him and I said, listen, you know, you need to start playing again. And I arranged for him to go to Europe and play in Holland at uh, a festival called Possession that used to be in Holland. So I had a relationship with Jody. I helped, I think I was instrumental in bringing him back. Uh, and he did an album on the Evidence label, who I was involved with at the time. So it was quite natural for, for me when I was doing that Manish Boys album, Big Plans, to give Jody a call in Chicago and see if he'd be interested in being a special guest. So that's how that happened. Jody came out and, uh, and appeared on there. And uh, Rob Rio is just a fantastic boogie-woogie piano player based here in Southern California that I've known for, oh gosh, over 20 years. And, and I thought he'd be a good fit. Rick Holmstrom has always been one of my favorite guitar players in the whole world. Oh, he's great. William Clark and, uh, you know, when he was uh, doing solo stuff and when he did his duet stuff with, uh, with uh, Johnny Dyer, so I thought he'd be a perfect fit. Uh, I'd used him on an earlier Finest Tasby album that I produced uh, back in the, uh, in, uh, in the early 90s. And um, who else did we have on that? You mentioned a couple other people. Well, I, I guess the two primary ones that I mentioned you know, was just Jody Williams and Bobby Jones, I guess, that you reached out oh, to Bobby them. Jones. Yeah. Bobby Jones, Bobby Jones, interesting story. Leon Blue, who was playing piano with the Manish Boys at that time, and had done the first two albums with the Manish Boys, um, he brought Bobby Jones with him from Las Vegas, where he was living. Uh, to just show up in the studio and introduce him to me, I guess hoping that maybe he could help Bobby uh, get involved with the label. And so uh, Bobby was in the studio at the time, and uh, we asked him if he would uh, sing, and just so we could hear his voice, and he was so powerful. Uh, then Jody Williams all of a sudden looked at Bobby Jones and said, oh my God, it's you, it's Bobby Jones, you know, remember the old days in Chicago and they started reminiscing oh, wow. and it came to pass that Bobby Jones had been the lead singer with the original Aces, the Walters band, mm -hmm. back in Chicago in the early 60s 
and that uh, Bobby uh, knew Jody and they hadn't seen each other in 30 years. And so Bobby ended up on the album doing two songs. Wow. Wow. And that's how that happened. I've been with the band ever since, you know? Yeah, he, he's great. I really do enjoy his voice. Uh, let, let's listen to two tunes off of this great CD. Let's hear a tune written by Tom Levy, the bass player, called Mary Jane, and another one by you, Randy, called Mine All Mine.
Once again, that, we ended up part one with Mine All Mine. That's off of the Manish Boys CD called Big Plans. Uh, before we end the show, I'd like to play a tune from the uh, newest CD that they've got out. Here's a great Muddy Waters tune from the Manish Boys called Champagne and Reefer. Remy Champagne when I'm thirsty. Give me a reefer when I want to get high 
Tolstoy say, You may rape her when I wanna get high. Bring my woman to settle right down here by my side. Well, it shouldn't be no law. If people they wanna smoke a little dough. Well. No law. If people they wanna smoke a little dough. Well, it's good for the head. <laughs> Relax their body, don't you know?
Well, that wraps up the Managed Boys Blues 5 years Celebration Part 1. Special thanks go out to Randy Jorkoff for his time and also Jody Best for arranging the interview. Now's a good time to head on out to themanagedboys.com or deltagroovemusic.com and buy your copies today. Now that you've heard this great music, go out and see them live and tell them you heard their music on the Blues and the Blood Show. Your first stop for the best of the blues. Hey, if you're going to be in Memphis the first part of May at the Blues Music Awards, be sure and uh, track me down and say hi. I'd love to meet you. And I'd like to ask once again for help on my 100th show. You know it's coming up uh, soon, and I'd like you to be involved. Consider sending me an email or leaving me a voice message. It's real easy to do, and I'll, if you send me an email or uh, email note, I'll send you the instructions on what you can do to leave your special message, and I'll include you on my show. Well, that wraps up part one. We'll see you next time around at, at uh, part number two. So until then, this is Dave Harrison reminding you to keep the blues alive and keep the blues in the blood. <laughs>